Mackay here, the host of a Vietnam podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'm still bringing you pod swaps while a Vietnam podcast is on a long hiatus. You can check out my other podcasts that I'm working on, which are all on my website, 7millionbikes.com. It's really exciting. I'm making podcasts for businesses around the world, here in Vietnam and in the Netherlands, the UK, the US and even Israel. One of my favorites, though, is the Vietnam is Awesome podcast. So really similar to a Vietnam podcast, but it's more focused on bringing the tourism highlights to people around the world who want to come and visit this amazing country. So this episode is actually with a former guest, Trung Kue Fung, who is the owner of Twist Cafe and Barzinga. And with her partner, Sabra, they have put together an amazing cabaret show. And so I was lucky enough to interview both of them recently for the Vietnam is Awesome podcast. And I'm sharing that episode with you today. And I also have some exciting news. I have a brand new episode of a Vietnam podcast coming up very soon. So if you haven't already, make sure you follow, subscribe, like, rate, review, do all that good thing so people can continue to find a Vietnam podcast and learn more about this amazing country. So enough from me. Thank you so much for tuning in and enjoy the epi- and enjoy this episode of the Vietnam is Awesome podcast on a Vietnam podcast. Cheers. Welcome to the Vietnam is Awesome podcast, where we uncover the true essence of Vietnam through awesome experiences. I'm your host, Neil Mackay, a long-time resident of Vietnam, comedian and brand ambassador for Vietnam is Awesome. In this podcast, I delve behind the stereotypes of this incredible country. I'll be exploring the hidden gems, the untold stories and the awe-inspiring moments that make Vietnam truly awesome. Today, I have the privilege of sharing with you an interview with two extraordinary individuals who are producing a one-of-a-kind show in Saigon. Today, I'm talking to the owner of Twist Cafe and Barzinga, Chung Wei Fung, and the creator of the Jackfruit Cabaret Show, Sabra Johnson. Barzinga opened its doors in June 2022 as an arts bar hosting Saigon's playful, young and creative scene. Jackfruit is Saigon's newest cabaret show directed by Sabra for her dance company, Ava. Jackfruit and Barzinga's collaboration has proved to be a magical meeting bringing elegance and grunge together into Saigon's underground scene. Join us as we uncover the unique aspects of Saigon's underground art scene that will leave you surprised and excited to find out more. This episode is invaluable for anyone seeking something different to do in Saigon. Or you're maybe wondering if Vietnam is a welcoming country for the LGBTQ community. Whether you're planning your first, second, third, fourth, fifth visit, or you already live here, this episode is perfect for you. Get ready to be inspired, informed, and intrigued as we dive deep into the Saigon underground art scene right here on the Vietnam is Awesome podcast. Thank you very much for coming on the Vietnam is Awesome podcast. Well, thank you for inviting us. Now, Fung, you own Twist Cafe. Yes. And that is one of the premier LGBTQ plus venues, bars, restaurants, cafes in Saigon. Yes. 
I think people who don't know much about Vietnam, one of the questions they might be asking is, is it accepting of the LGBTQ plus community here? Will they be welcomed if they come and where do they go? Mm, I would say like Vietnam is surprisingly very progressive toward LGBT right now. They are, I think it's very LGBTQ plus friendly in Vietnam already comparing to Thailand. We can be like, let's just say like nine and 10, something mm. like that. And especially, I don't really know very much and very well about the more like the rural area for people in the countryside, but for big cities like Saigon, Hanoi, and Da Nang, and like all the big city, it's it's completely fine. Mm. As a well, actually, actually, as a country, we are we are peaceful and we are friendly, and then we don't we just don't don't really harm people from being themselves. And there's also like a lot of things to do if you follow like a few different groups on on Facebook or on Instagram then you can easily find there's a bars and there's a cafes for LGBTQ plus community in Vietnam, in Saigon like uh, Twist. Now we have Bazinga there is a Frolic I would say a little bit dirtier, and we will have like a bride cafe. We will have next level, and there's another one from the owner of a bride cafe that they just opened not too long ago, that I forgot the name. And you can also follow a lot of drag community. Now we have Gender Fung, we have House of Illusion, uh, we have uh, House of Gold and stuff like that. So I think it's it's very it's very nice and open for people to to come to Vietnam to be as gay as they want. <laughs> well, it is one of the things that I love about Vietnam, and it, and you mentioned it. It's surprising. I think most people who have not been here, who don't know here, would probably expect it not to be accepting. And you mentioned about the rural areas. That's probably the same in any Western country as well. You go yeah. to any Western country, the, the main cities are accepting, Agreed. and as soon as you go to the countryside changes a little bit for whatever reason but it is amazing here in Saigon and uh, I do love Twist Cafe you guys do amazing cocktails there as well and you mentioned some amazing bars so if you are visiting Vietnam you are wondering about the LGBTQ scene um, Fung's just told you some amazing bars that you can check out and it is very accepting here so you went from Twist Cafe then you opened Balzinga and you mentioned it's a bit dirtier no Bazinga is not dirty. I mean frolic. Frolic is dirty. But you mean not not in cleanliness, right? You don't mean it's dirtier like it's mm, it's No, it's it's not the sanitation I'm talking <laughs> it's about. It's a different kind of dirtiness. <laughs> but tell us more about Bazinga then cuz I did a show there with you. I did a comedy show there yeah, and we yeah, had a yeah. lot of fun and it's a cool little venue. So tell more about that. Where is it? Where could people find it? Bazinga is located in this one right next to the side of a bridge that leads to D4 directly from uh, Ban Thanh Market. So there's a street from Ban Thanh Market and you just go straight and instead of like crossing Kalmet Society. <laughs> you can expect the listeners to listen to the podcast walking. Oh, there's a bridge. There's a street. Is it this one? Maybe, I don't know. She's saying that we walk by a bridge. I don't know. Is it this? <laughs> Which bridge? It's on Kalmet Street. There we go. There we go. <laughs> but it isn't in the main tourist area, which is cool. And we want this podcast to kind of showcase Places that are a little bit off the beaten track that you wouldn't find if you're walking down Boy Vien, for example. So it is relatively close to Boy Vien. It is in District 1. 
but it's a little bit off the beaten track. So, mm. and we'll post it in the show notes, the, the address as well. We'll write right. down your directions. Yeah, <laughs> go, thank go, you. Go by the bridge. To <laughs> <all> right. <laughs> yes. Go under the bridge through the hem. <laughs> now, Sabra, so you have Eva Dance Company. How did you guys collaborate together to create a new show called Jackfruit? Fung wanted some show in her in Bazinga because she was having many shows like drag shows or comedy shows or music and I dance and I also have a dance company so she really was like oh I want you to do something so do something do something and I was putting it off and putting it off and then um one day I was like okay I'm in rehearsals for it we're gonna rehearse she said okay when is it gonna be I said in two months and it's gonna run for two years and she said what so she started to help me like really helped me put up Bazinga. I mean, really put up the, sh- the, the stage and she even built the dressing room in like the back of the bar. So she built a dressing room for us and she's in the show. So she also is rehearsing with us. The dancers, I have five dancers and then Fung, the MC, And we do um, an English night and a Vietnamese night. And our opening weekend was three shows to kind of get the ball rolling. And Every month we play two nights. So it's every month, a Friday and a Saturday. This month is the third month. And like I said, I plan to go for two years. So we have like 200 months left. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> that's, math. right. that's right. <laughs> 200 months. <laughs> How did the collaboration between Ava and Balzinga come about? Ava is my dance company and Balzinga is Fung's uh, new bar. And Sabra and Fung are dating. <laughs> she wanted a show in Bazinga. She throws events. So she has many like drag shows or open mic nights, music. Like she likes anything to come around. And she kept asking me like, oh, please do something. And I said, if I do something, I'm going to like do something big. I'm going to put the time in. So eventually, six months later, I started with my company to rehearse Jackfruit. A cabaret, it's a burlesque cabaret. And Fung at Bazinga, she was very uh, helpful. She even knocked out walls in Bazinga and some stairs for us to have space. I asked her for a new stage. She got me a stage like Lego so I can put it in different shapes and things. We got curtains. We made it into a whole theater vibe. And yeah, she also is the MC, the master of ceremony in the show. So our collaboration is more than just her like offering the space and me putting up the show. We really have put our time and our care into this. And she even performs in the show. So it's a very nice collaboration. And the show, I would say, is pretty elegant. And Barzinga is pretty grungy. So they meet in the middle and it also gives it some extra, extra sexy vibe. Now, what is a burlesque cabaret show? Good question. <laughs> burlesque is traditionally it's stripping and burlesque would be the name we gave to it to make it more stage like friendly, like theater friendly. So long ago, we of course in the West, in Europe, in America, we will know burlesque so well. It's exactly that too strip and make it into theater and cabaret is our very old form of theater a cabaret is a variety of either singers dancers musicians comedy acting master of ceremonies any sort of talent is allowed to be in a cabaret so i call it cabaret 
because I want I like that theme, that old style theme that has many varieties. It's not necessarily a story. It's many variety. I have my MC and I have my dancers and I have always a special guest. And usually I will invite a singer every month. And burlesque, I want to do something very sexy. Vietnam will have many rules about that. So actually we cannot be completely naked. But I will go to as far as I can. And so it's in that sense, it's burlesque in that sense. I really take that for inspiration. I was going to ask that because anyone listening might be thinking, Vietnam, it's a communist country. It's ultra conservative. How can you do a burlesque cabaret show here? So anyone thinking that's not possible in Vietnam, can you explain how it is possible here? Well, let's just say that we are trying our best to be very close to the limits, the border, boundary of, of all of the legal regulations of, of Vietnam. And uh, we're, trying, we're trying not to cross anything too, too aggressive. That's why for the girls in the show, they are still being covered. And uh, so far, we're not breaking any rules because as other people who've seen the show, they can also compare how much they see as it is in our show and it is in the Papakas area where there's like sexy dancers. But the quality is basically uncomparable. And that is the only, I would say like the, not the only, but like the most effective way for us to protect ourselves from breaking any law and being illegal. So can you describe the unique atmosphere that tourists will find at the Jackfruit Cabaret show at Balzinga? Balzinga looked like and it feels like a basement club with broken walls and weird features in the house and it, it brings you the feeling of Berlin nightclub. And at the beginning, it's like a Bazinga Saigon. Now I'm slowly turning it into like a Bazinga social club because I only want to do events and uh, I want to have it into a bar for art only. Berlin is known as an international creative hub for many, many years. And so even 60, 70 years ago, they, they have that freedom freedom in in creativity. We had some nice compliments from some directors around the city that actually are even Vietnamese, German, or been to Germany or even there in France. And they instantly told us like, oh, it reminds us of Berlin in the 60s. So I think it has the same connotation as like Paris in the 1900 or New York in the 90s, you know, and Saigon right now is also in its creative, like, how would you, like, the, the, not the height of it, but it's on its way. Mm. So in, in the arts, in anything like music or painting or dancing or singing, anything like that, in that community right now, everything's very open. So there's no rules. So you have, you can see a lot of things, you know, it's not, nothing's become the fad or the fashion yet, right? So Saigon's quite open to things happening. So the things that are happening are underground, which I think is that feeling of Berlin. Berlin is so underground and grungy, you know, and Saigon is also quite 
it has its underground scene. You have to, it's there, but you have to look for it. It's not like now you go to New York and we know it because you know exactly where to go because it's already on Instagram, you know? It no longer has that mysterious vibe. And Saigon is right now in that moment. Like It has those things, but you must know where to go. And I think Jackfruit falls right in that way that we want to keep it a little bit mysterious for its content. But also Bazinga is very nice. Like Fung explained, it has that, it's an art like social club and it's a little bit hidden. And Jackfruit, I made it like the highest quality I can. You know, I made it the highest quality. So it's beautiful and my girls are gorgeous. The dancers are fantastic. And the space is just very cool. And sometimes things in life just kind of meet all of the stars at the right time. And jackfruit in Bazinga is one of those things. It's a really exciting time to be in Vietnam. And I feel really lucky to have been here at, at this moment in time. Previous guest Oscar Wright compared Hanoi right now to Paris, 1950s. And really? the creative scene there, he compares the scene there in terms of the outdoor culture, the poetry, the creative scene up there. So it's really interesting that you're comparing Saigon to the same. And we think of Saigon as this economic behemoth because it's just developing so quickly here and it's the center of business. Vietnam's such a growing economy. But that's really exciting as well to hear that at the same time, the creative scene is coming up. And I love that, that it's underground right now. You really do have to search it out. Yeah, you really do. But there's a lot yeah. of art, a lot of the singers, the dancers, the musicians. So what inspired the concept behind the Jackfruit Cabaret Show? And how does that tie into the Berlin underground scene that you mentioned from the 50s and the 60s? Actually, I, I wanted to make a show for many years now, even before I came to Vietnam. I wanted a company with girls. And I wanted it, I wanted to eventually have shows that are for the after hours. I like the night. So even I was imagining shows that start at 10 or 11 p.m. There's always like a late night society in a big city like like Saigon. And it's nice to have something fun to do other than just drink, 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 drink. So um, I had that vision. I wanted to have that old school vibe of a lounge where you go and you will see some shows, but you can enjoy the night. So it's not the same to go to the opera house. I want you to come, you have some drinks, you enjoy. The show happens, you can smoke or do whatever you like to do. Show finishes, you feel nice and energized, you continue to enjoy through the night. So Jackfruit specifically, I wanted to use a poem. I wanted to use a poem and I wanted to be quite attractive, like sexually. And so I had asked Fung if there was any poem in Vietnamese that was that, that was very sexy and alluring. And she told me about the poet, yeah, so Ho Son Hung. So she's a few hundred years old, but the Vietnamese will know her very well. And yeah, so Fung brings up the, the, the poem and the poem is called Jackfruit. And in English, it's not translated very well. Yeah, as you know, like English and Vietnamese are too hard to like intertwine. So in Vietnamese, it's really like too kinky. And so, yeah. you know, she said it sounds so nice. And I like the idea of jackfruits because it's unexpected, you know. So I immediately, I liked the sound of jackfruit. And I wanted to begin with this poem. So I started to build the whole piece. Like I started to build a piece out of that piece, that piece of information. And 
Um, I changed the name a few times. At first, I really wanted the show to be called like woman or something in that way. We tried to find the word also in Vietnamese like dang ba or Newton, like something very, very sexy, very direct, uh, very mature as well as open, not too, not too limiting. And then, then I changed. I heard this jackfruit. I liked that idea. I tried to play with other things. Like Phuong had another name she used to use for something. It's called melon. But in Vietnamese, she will say it. Melon. Mm, and it's desire in pussies. Yeah, just like, so the play on words. So I thought, oh, maybe we can use this because she already has it. So it's very nice. But then in English, like melon, it doesn't have the same connotation. You know, it's too simple. And so, and any other one is like too obvious, like strawberry or cherry. Jackfruit still was like, it's so so inconspicuous and then jackfruit it's so dynamic you know so i personally don't care for jackfruit but i guess it must give you many things to like it's spiky so and it's actually a huge fruit it can be up to 10 15 pounds you know it's very huge fruit and then you when you smash it break it cut it open it's full of these like quite thick pieces with huge seeds it's a little bit sweet, it's creamy, it has like a, quite a strong smell almost to durian. It has so many visuals and senses to it. So we ended up going with jackfruit and in Vietnamese it's mit. And so I like that. So actually everybody will ask like, what does it mean? And what, why jackfruit? And I said, exactly. I just like that it makes you question already. So we started to, yeah, we use the name and then I start to build the show and the show is made of five parts. And my five parts, part one is body, and part two is dangerous, part three is bondage, part four will be our special guest, and part five will be vintage. So within those, I play with the word, I play with the dancer, I play with the artist, and it's very uh, variety in what you get to see. So I like that. I'm very American in my way to entertain, and Fung as the MC. She will have tied like jackfruit into women, into art. So it's quite complex, but also easy to eat. I think the show is quite easy to eat. You don't have to, you won't leave going, what did it mean? <laughs> it's not that kind of show. It's really just sit back, have a drink, really entertain, uh, really enjoy and enjoy women and enjoy the many parts, sides feelings she has to offer. Well, you mentioned Fung earlier, gender funk. How does this show add to that Saigon underground scene? How does it add to the LGBTQ scene here as well? So basically the show is to flaunt women, to, to, to tell that like how sexy women are and, and how much we love the beauty of a woman. The show itself is throw at an LGBT-friendly space and uh, one or two actually now we have like two LGBT member in the team both of us playing uh, the the part of being uh, a woman's lover so I, I think it's a uh, it's a uh, LGBTQ included enough and also to be honest that we want to show off the beauty of a woman as much as the drag queens want to show off their like feminine beauty, 
And for, in my opinion, this is the origin of of beautiful, sexy woman. That the the origin of the image of of what the drag queens are following, and at the same time, very entertaining. That's all what all we wanna show. And we have um our community and our friend come and see the show, and all we also trying to like inspire people inspired our friend our community to be you know to be girly or like to be the other way or to be whatever way but the art that we are bringing into the community i think is necessary otherwise it's just going to be boring are there any specific tips that you would give tourists coming to saigon about where to visit for the underground bar scene or the underground creative scene in saigon There's a place called Elephant in Taodin, you know? That place you're actually like sitting on the yeah. street. If you like, there's there's quite a few bars, so you can find them like Taodin because it's full of expat, but it's slowly growing into its own little community as well. And a lot of people from outside, either like uh, foreigner or even Viet Q or Vietnamese like Phuong, will open up very cool things there. There's space and so it's really eclectic. So a lot of nice places to eat, a lot of cool like bars, maybe a rooftop or maybe like a late night moody bar, like some Japanese spot. They love vinyl or even a lot of new Korean. So there's a lot of spots like that um, within around the city. You know, now in Bentan, how they've opened, they've been doing the construction for so long. And now they finally opened up all of those streets. So, yeah, we're all sure in six months, like they're all going to be filled with new sort of like stores and exhibition and um but along the lines of yeah i think when people come to vietnam you want to see some history you want to see a little bit of what's happening now and you really want to eat the food right so food is best like d4 is a fun place to go to eat food right d5 around d1 around like where barzinga is barzinga and there's some other you can walk around the street mm. and they will have like you can enter into some random buildings And they will be full of little, like, you know, 20 meter size, like bars and a mixology, like cocktails becoming very popular. Right. So they will have a lot. So you can kind of walk around and easily find things in terms of like little art spaces. There are more and more. So exhibition, mm -hmm. I think you have to search a little bit like on Instagram. But right. then there's other bars like Barzinga is an event club. Bardo is an event space in D2. Somas also there's also you know they have social nights like dancing if you like like afro or salsa you know there's like a but broma yeah. observatory also throws like big parties lighthouse throws big parties so there's things you must look out for them but there's things there's so much to do in Saigon yeah. that you wouldn't expect and i think you everybody expect. expects that they're going to come and eat pho they're going to go to the mekong delta they're going to see buffaloes and rice paddies And then you come here and, it, and hopefully people listening to this will realize, plan so much more. Like if you yeah. want to, I think this, even for me, when friends come to Saigon, you're like, oh, I don't really know what to do. It's only like, you're going to go to the post office in Notre Dame. No, no, and, no, no. And you're no. going to do the usual, but you just, you only need a couple of days here. But you, I mean, I, the part of the reason I've been here for seven years now is we got here and we were like, we don't want to leave. There's just so yeah, much to yeah, do. We there need to is. keep it. And then seven years later, there's still so much, there's even yeah, there's more, more to, to do. do. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, right. There's even right? more to do. What are some of the signature cocktails or drinks that tourists should try while attending Jackfruit? 
I think the spicy one is really good. I I really like the spicy one. Does that have a name or is it just called the spicy one? No, we we only listed our cocktail by uh, the flavor that it oh. it what it gives. So we have like spicy, sweet, bitter, creamy, and sour, and sour, and sour. And sour. So that's the five cocktails that uh, the main the main taste that it will mm. give you is is the name of the cocktail by itself. So spicy is wasabi. Oh no no not wasabi that's disgusting. I was all excited there for a spicy cocktail. It's a uh, yeah it's not for pussies. I mean it's 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 it's, it's not for a spicy hater. No, I love spice. I just don't like wasabi. Yeah, oh, but it's, it's it is yeah. it is in a cocktail and it's made in a special way, but uh, if you don't it's like that wasabi. that's totally fine. <laughs> And also, I think the sweet one you should uh, you should try too because uh, we just changed it. And right now, if you order the sweet one in the show, it's just a shot of cream de cacao, and it's very nice. It's a Vietnamese made from cacao and rice, so it's it's very very nice. To wrap up, what makes Bazinga and jackfruit? A standout must-visit for any tourist coming to Vietnam. I would say it's the perfect combination between pure entertainment from dance, the venue, and also the dirtiness of both of us when we combine. I think it's very unique. You won't find the show anywhere else in Saigon, for sure. Or the experience, the full experience to, to go to the bar to be late night so it's not just a show and after you can go it really is like you can take the night and do jackfruit so you will go and see Bazinga you will have some drinks you'll see a beautiful show it runs about it it runs about an hour and a half you can order you have your drinks during the show and then when we finish you sit you chit chat you contemplate life smoke your cigar continue the evening well to 4 a.m these are my dreams I like late night so I think it's a full night experience and um yeah it's 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 one that can be compared with any great cabaret i believe in the world so for something different and unexpected i believe you should come to see jackfruit well i was excited to go already i'm even more excited now tell people when is it and and how can they get tickets and how much are they the show will play twice a month every month those dates will change according they were exactly a month between each other So every month, twice a month, ticket prices are 1.4 million. Saturday is always English. Ticket prices are 1.4 million. It's roughly $65. Um, it will include one welcome jackfruit jing. And then from there, you can order your drinks. You can get tickets on Facebook page for Ava. Or you can call our jackfruit hotline that is Zero three nine nine four one nine three two zero. We have a hotline. Now say that in Vietnamese. Gọi em là không ba chín chín bốn một chín ba hai không. Oh, it sounds so much better in Vietnamese. <laughs> well, thank you so much. If you're listening to this, make sure you get your tickets for the Jackfruit Cabaret Show. It's gonna be amazing. It's not what you're expecting in Saigon. And you will have a great night guaranteed. 
Fung, Zebra, thank you so much. Thank you thank so, you so much. much. Thank you for inviting us yes. and having us here. If you are enjoying this podcast, then you know what to do. It's such a cliche, but go hit the subscribe or the follow or whatever it is you need to do from whatever app you're listening to so you can get notifications for future episodes and keep listening. Every episode, we're going to be interviewing someone from somewhere different in Vietnam and talking about life here. We hope you're enjoying it as much as us. And then if you want to book a tour to go out and explore Vietnam, then make sure you go to the Vietnam is Awesome website, which is just vietnamisawesome.com. You'll find a whole bunch of tools and trips there that you can book. A massive thank you to the Vietnam is Awesome team for putting this podcast together and to Lewis Wright, who composed and performed the music for this podcast. If you're still here, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Vietnam is Awesome podcast on a Vietnam podcast. And I know I say Vietnam too many times, but thank you once again. Don't forget, rate, review, subscribe, follow, all that good things. And send me a message. I always love to hear from listeners from around the world. Tell me what you think of the podcast and anybody that you want to be interviewed, maybe. So get in touch and cheers. Have a good day. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're like me, you may use your laptop at places where you have to use public Wi-Fi. This opens you up to digital snoopers. It's a massive problem. It can be your internet service provider or you know who looking at what you do online or a cyber criminal trying to steal your bank passwords or credit card info or even a hacker at the next table trying to steal your sensitive data. These days, it is vital that you keep your data safe. NordVPN keeps all of these snoopers away. It makes your internet activity private, protects you from accessing dangerous websites that are phishing for your data and lets you enjoy your favorite content securely even while away from home. And it's easy to use, even I could use it. I've actually been using NordVPN for years now here in Vietnam, and I'm excited to be an affiliate partner with them. I've used NordVPN to watch Netflix, BBC, Disney Plus with ease, and I also know that my information and data are safe from prying eyes, whoever they may be. Join now and you'll get 68% off and three months free when you go to my link, nordvpn.com forward slash smb just again for those hard of hearing nordvpn.com forward slash smb the link is also in the show notes i know nobody checks them out but go check that out and you can get the link from wherever you are listening to this podcast as an affiliate partner it also means that i will get a small commission when you sign up but at no extra cost to you so not only will you be getting a great deal through seven million bikes you get a great vpn and you'll be supporting seven million bikes podcast stay safe online and enjoy the shows you love any questions just let me know you know how to get in touch with me and thanks for listening to this show cheers